Hello and welcome back to We Are TPM with John Teixeira and myself Kyle Teixeira. This week we are back to talk about our nine-part series of the nine concerns when thinking of renting your home. Um, and this week we're going to be going over the question of, I need my equity. Mm. I love it. This one, We the get this one a lot, don't we? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. do. So this whole series is thinking about, you know, what when you bring up the subject of, hey, why don't you rent your home instead of selling it, right? Mm-hmm. These are the concerns that people have when the, the immediate objections that they have to why they can't rent their home as opposed to selling it. So I need the equity. It's a pretty good one, isn't it? Yeah, because the assumption there is you're moving, right? Yeah, right. And that's why you think you need your equity or, or that's, that's right. why it's a concern. So what is equity? The equity is the difference between what you can sell your home for and what um, what it's worth. Yep. <laughs> or no, right. what you owe on it and what what you could sell it for. So um, like say you only owe 100 grand and you could sell it for 200 grand, that 100 grand equity is what you're trying to get out of the home and Potent, you know, probably go use a portion of it for your next down payment, and you know, pocket the rest, uh, or, or depending on how much equity you have. So yeah, you, so so there's the, there's different ways to look at that question, right? So one is sometimes when people ask that question, it's because they think that they need more of a down payment than they actually do, right? Mm-hmm. So most people that haven't done the research assume, especially if it's their second mortgage and they've already gone a v, done a VA or FHA, that they can't do another one, which is not true. And we've talked about this in past podcasts and more extensively, but um, in a nutshell, you can get another, a second VA or a second FHA loan, which are both very low down payment. And you can also get low down payment conventional loans. Yeah, because what you're not thinking about is... or that's that's the buying your new home side of it, right? So then you also have, if you were to sell your home and try to get that equity, you're going to have a lot of that equity eaten up by closing costs, commissions, and a lot of other things where you could essentially, you know, if you needed, if that was something you needed to do, you could do, there's a product called a cash out refi that will allow you to cash out some of your equity up to 80% value. Um, into your pocket and just refinance that home into a new mortgage. And now instead of paying commissions and being done with that, you know, um, investment asset, it's you're going to go rent it out and make money off of it. And you ha- and you still have the money. Um, so you got a long term investment and you have the money to go buy your new home with the, that portion of the equity. Yeah, good point. And that, that kind of brings me to our third point, which was how cheap money is right now, right? It's very cheap. It's, so it's if you got to do been. that. Yeah, if you've got to do that cash out refinance or you're struggling with how much do I, how much of my current equity do I roll into my new home, I contend that that money is better spent as long as you're smart with it, right? As long as you're not wasting it and doing something stupid with it, but it's better spent on a different investment like another property or any kind of investment than it is in your mortgage. I know Dave Ramsey listeners right now are probably completely disagreeing with me and there is something that dave likes to talk to uh like to talk about called the security muscle which so if you've got to flex that muscle and that and that's important to you then by all means go do that but we're just talking about from a financial perspective right now mm-hmm. the money is so cheap you're better off putting as little down as you can 
and taken that money that you would have put into it and put it in another investment. Yep. I mean, especially when you have rates this low, you probably never see them again. So yeah. um, it's a, that'll change over time. You know, if rates in, on the flip side of that, if rates were really high, uh, we'd be having a different conversation. So, and yeah. if that happens, we'll have that conversation again. So. Yeah. <laughs> So let's wrap this up, Kyle. So one, down payments aren't always as high as people think they are. Correct. Right? Yeah. Two, you can do a cash out refinance to pull that equity out of your home. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and slow it down a little bit. They said they're not usually as cheap as you th- or the down payments. Say they're three and a half percent like an FHA would be. Well, on the flip side of selling your home, what if the real estate commissions are 6%? So you're losing 6%, now you're putting 3, 3.5% down. That ties into the or cash out refi I was explaining is you wouldn't pay those commissions and then you only put 3.5% down. So you're saving yourself the loss of um, commissions and a lot of closing costs is, is where I was getting at with there. Yeah, you're not selling the home. Yeah, so you're, you're, yeah, you're absolutely, you're not spending the closing costs that it takes to sell a home. Mm-hmm. are not coming out of your pocket because you're keeping the home. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have closing costs on the purchase of your new home, right? Um, whatever those closing costs are. and um, But you're going to have that anyways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you get two investments now. Yep. So value's going up. Two trees of wealth. Yep. Yep. Making money off one to help you pay the mortgage on the other maybe. You know, never know. <laughs> <laughs> so if in your example... What would you do, Kyle, just for fun? Let's to, let's finish this up with a fun little little uh, uh, scenario. Let's use your example. I've got two hundred thousand dollar home that I can sell for two hundred thousand, and uh, I've got a hundred thousand dollars left on my note. Okay, and you're in a three bedroom, two bath in Arlington, thinking about moving across town into a bigger home. You've got a new baby coming. You'd like four bedrooms. You're thinking about Azel and some land. Minus the baby and the Azel thing. <laughs> I did this. It, that is an exact scenario of what I did in April. Yes. All right. So um, how about I, if I was in my shoes in April, I would have done what I did and refinanced <laughs> the home I live in um, and cash out a little bit of money for down payment on the new house, the four bedroom I bought <laughs> across town in Arlington. Um, and now I have two and I rented out the old one. So, so, so refinance, refinance the current home, mm-hmm. and then now you've got some money sitting in your bank, right? Mm-hmm. Do we need to season that money? You think? Uh, that's a that's uh, a lending yeah, term. I'm, so I'm sorry about that, but that, that means answer. that <laughs> means it's sitting in your account for a certain period of time. Sometimes lenders want to see funds that are seasoned, especially if they came from something like a cash out refinance. So, good idea to do that. Or at least ask your lender whether it needs to be seasoned and, and all that good stuff. But those are things to, to forethink, right? This is you're planning this move. Um, so we're seasoning the funds, we're not seasoning the funds, regardless. That's all part of the plan, something you should be thinking about. Now we purchase a home, we use those funds to purchase our new home, and as soon as we move out, we have it ready. And we start renting it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and renovate it a little bit, maybe, but and then rent it out. So you should they call John out. and Kyle to rent it out for him? Yeah, that's that's usually the step of, of both ends, right? You know, buy a new house and and rent it out. When so. should they call us? Whenever you think about doing either thing. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as you're thinking about doing any of this, because we've got great lenders that can help you with this. We've got all the tools that you need 
to accomplish every step of what we've talked about through this process. Yeah, because you want proper guidance, right? And kind of what we just described with a cash out refi is might be similar to a lot of people with a contingency, because with a contingency, you use you collateralize the home you're selling to buy your new one. Um, that has all the same problems that, or has all the same factors that I described earlier. Um, but the end result doesn't leaves you with both assets instead of one. So, okay, so let's do some quick math. I was looking a little bit more specific. So we got hundred thousand dollars in equity. We can how much can we pull out of that? We can pull out seventy five percent, right? Is that eighty eighty? So eighty percent. So we're looking at one hundred sixty thousand. We can lend. Right, so we can pull out sixty thousand dollars in equity. Correct. My new house is two hundred thousand. If I put, so how much would you put down then on this new house? If I only put five percent down on a conventional mortgage, that'd be ten thousand. I would put down exactly what what you said, the minimum possible with money as cheap as it is. Um, I mean, with interest rates as cheap as they are. Uh, as, as little as possible, and I did a 15 year. That's that's a whole nother step that you can go. That's um, really smart too. Yeah, it changes your cash flow on rent, but that's that's a short term investment for cash flow. Um, we're talking long term investments, so doing it in a 15 year gets the mortgage paid off in 15 years, and then that you know 100 grand since you're keeping the home, that 100 grand will be gone in 15 years. That house will probably be worth 500,000 in 15 years with how our economy's going, but. That's that's the difference. You know? huh. I bet you're exploding some people's brains right now. <laughs> so, um, okay, so I've got ten thousand. I've got sixty thousand dollars. I'm going to take ten thousand, put it toward my down payment. There's probably going to be another six to eight thousand dollars. Let's just call it ten to be conservative in closing costs. I'm going to spend basically twenty thousand dollars of that money on a $200,000 home. I'm probably not buying a $200,000 home though, or am I? Probably buying a $300,000 home. Probably, yeah. So it's probably more like 40,000. I have 20,000 left, right? Did I do that math right? I think I did that math right. I probably have $20,000 left. What should I do with that money? Renovate your rental to make it get top of market rent and then- Love it. I'm not going to tell you what to do with the rest of it because I I would go invest it in either another property or in the market somewhere or somewhere. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) I'll put it in a REIT. (laughs) Hopefully, we've given we've either completely confused people right now, Kyle, or we've given people some great ideas on what they can do with their equity. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the when the concern and question of I need my equity comes up, there is is more than one answer to that. So we want you to think of the fact that the money is cheap right now, right? Mm-hmm. So so keep that in mind. Down payments are much lower than you think they are. And it's a lot easier to pull that equity out of your home than, um, than having to sell it, right? You can pull it out by doing a cash out refinance, home equity line of credit. We haven't talked about that. That's another way to do it. A little bit harder to do for a purchase, but anyways... There's several different ways to pull that equity out. There is, and there's several different ways to make it uh, valuable to you, because um, yep. equity can be used in multiple ways. But um, you know, when you sell it, that equity is finalized. You know, you're taking it out, realized, and it's yeah, it's just it's realized, and now it's just money in your pocket yep. where it could be partially realized with an active investment still going. Because yep. once you move Love out it. and rent that house out, it's making money. The house you're moving into is 
you know, probably increasing in value, but I doubt people would say as they're paying their mortgage every month that they were making monthly money on it. So, so using our tree analogy, <laughs> yeah, it's another sapling off of the tree, isn't it? Yeah, but if you're having the concern of uh, I need my equity on the house you live in, it's probably your first seed. So you're just <laughs> probably planting the tree. So either way, it's a good win. All right, that's it. What 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 else what what else do we need to share, Kyle? Only other thing we need to share is hope everybody have happy new year and twenty twenty two is gonna be badass. Love it. Do we have a um, do we have a email address we want to give them? Uh, no, I think no. you should just give us a call at eight one seven eight one eight nine zero three nine, or I guess you could shoot us an email at show me the money at we are TPM and we will tell you how much money you can make off your portfolio, potential portfolio, potential rental, old house equity, any of it. So. Love it. So that's show me the money, M-O-N-E-Y, not M-O-N-A-E, right? Yeah. I was just, just making no. fun of the way you said it. That's all. That's, I love it. Show me the money. I'm not an artist. No, we're not, <laughs> not show- Monet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, y'all. And hopefully you got something out of this. Yep. Happy New Year. All right. We are TPM. Out. Oh.